What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Hey guys, producer Christine here with this week's Community Corkboard Announcements. Every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. we have the Whittier Farmer's Market located at the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. I hope you guys have been out to the Whittier Free Store. If you haven't, just letting you know it has reopened. It is located at 12907 Hadley Street. Get out there and support this store that reduces, reuses, and recycles so we can keep the world more sustainable. On Wednesday, December 13th at 5 p.m., the Art Stroll in Uptown will take place. The December Art Walk and Night Stroll in Uptown highlighted artist is the Whittier Photographer Society at Sage Restaurant and Lounge with art displayed throughout the restaurant. There will be light refreshments and art displays at participating Uptown businesses. On Thursday, December 14th from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. is the Gay Whittier Alliance presenting Toys for Kids. It is a toy fundraiser and an LGBT mixer at Ravello Bar and Grill located at 6746 Greenleaf Avenue. On Saturday, December 16th, join Lizette Escobedo as she hosts a cafecito with the candidate. Join Lizette and learn about why she is running for city council to represent the 4th district. You can check out the Facebook event down below in the description. Alright, and last but not least, we have an announcement from We Are Whittier. This year, We Are Whittier is excited to share with you their very own We Are Whittier pint glass. They can be any happier to collaborate on this project with three of their favorite establishments. They will be selling these pint glasses for $10 at the 6740, the Commoner, and the Rusty Monk. All profits will be donated to the Officer Keith Boyer Memorial Scholarship Fund to honor the legacy of the Whittier Police Department's fallen hero. Glasses aren't limited and will sell out quickly, so grab your friends and swing by any of these fine establishments to pick your glass before they're gone. Hey guys, looks like that's all I have for you this week in the Community Corkboard announcements. Have something you'd like us to feature in the Community Corkboard? Tag us on Instagram, check out our Facebook at What's Up Whittier, or send us an email at whatsupwhittierpod at gmail.com. Also, if you like this podcast and think other Whittier townies would like it, recommend it to them. Sure, we are landlocked between freeways, and I mean, I get it if your friend doesn't know what Whittier is, but please, this is a great town, and we have a lot of exciting things coming up for the rest of the year. Hatsuji Tanabe from Top Chef just opened a freaking new restaurant called the Nixon Chops and Whiskey House, or Whiskey and Chops House. I think it's the Whiskey and Chops House. Located um, formerly at Seta, which is at the corner of Philadelphia and Bright, across the street from where we had the farmer's market. So, if you guys have the opportunity, you should go check it out. But like I'm saying, Whittier is really up and coming, and... There are a lot of cool things coming to the town, so if you want to learn more about it and you want to get the scoop, just check out What's Up Whittier. Don't forget to subscribe and listen to all the good things that we have to offer. Alright, enjoy this episode. Take it away, Jesse and Remo. What's up, what's up, Whittier? Go ahead, Jesse. Check in your Instagram live, so now oh, that we're man. on Instagram live. Dun, da, da, da. There you go. Yeah. Now we're official. That was that was just a now we're official. So, what's on tap today, Jess? Same thing every week, man. Special guest. No, real special guest today. Real special guest. To Who the point. 
Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> to the point that we're Instagramming live. Yeah. This is fun. The guest Let's actually owes me 10 bucks already. I let her <gasps> use my Wi-Fi. So there unfair. You go. Yeah. I, I was part of the package deal. I have it in writing. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, I don't want 10 bucks. <laughs> so. so today we have Ivy Ponce from Ivy Love. Hi, guys. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. So Ivy, is that your real name first off? That's my real name. I should have my driver's license somewhere. It is. I promise. Three letters. Do you have any siblings that also have names that are after flowers? Like you have a rose no, in the family? And... But I have a three-letter name sibling, Amy. Okay. And that's it. You know, I never, else... honestly, I never thought about that. <laughs> like, imagine. <laughs> my, my uncle named all the, their kids uh, with a, a, um, a name started with an R. And then another one named like something similar. Yeah. Where I like that. I like yeah. patterns. My daughter's name is Idalis, and I had to have an I name. Nice. So nice. that was on purpose. Uh-huh. There you go. Fun fact. Yeah. Well, I, the, you're the first real ivory. <laughs> Most of the time, I, it's a ivy. 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 I'm sorry. Ivy. Why? Ivory. Ivy. I get it all the time. Well, welcome. Thanks. Thank you, Christine. Of course, Christine is the one who sets us up. So shout out to Christine, wherever Christine may be. Behind the camera and the laptop <laughs> and the recorder and. <laughs> And the phone. So, Ivy, uh, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, what's this Ivy love? Where do I start? How much do you guys already know so that I can just let it rip. Whoever is <laughs> listening so they could. So, Ivy love started, I guess you could say, in high school. I've, I've always been the kid that likes to draw. So, even back to when I was, like, in elementary school and I'd go to birthday parties while all the kids were lining up to hit the piñata, I was in a little corner at the end of the party table drawing stuff for people. And um, that kind of followed me all through high school. By the time I was a senior, I was um, designing our senior class logo and making puffy pink t-shirts for pep rallies and teams and picture day. And um, I went to fashion school. I'm trying to give you the short story. Mm-hmm. So We have time. Okay, good. So I ended up going to fashion school and realized I don't know how to sew. I've always wanted to be in fashion. And just the the sketching just kind of followed me throughout the years. And the same people who would have me do their puffy pink shirts in high school. Sorry, puffy pink shirts? You know, like you go to Michael's and there's like these little tubes and you squeeze them out and there's paints and you can write your name on shirts. Yes. That's what I used to do. Nice. Yeah. That was on big hats, in, in on the shoes, you name it. Remo, you remember this? You're, you're, what you're, is Michael? You're older, <laughs> you're older than us. <laughs> no, I, I am older He's than you. He's pretending. He's yeah. totally no, pretending. Like um, he know you know what you're talking about? about? It's, it's puffy paint. Puffy paints. Everybody Man, knows. What I know that are. were those the, the pens where you squeeze the glitter comes out? Yes. Okay, that I know. No, so I never heard of it. Anything, <laughs> anything shiny here remembers. Just yeah. not shiny. It's I nice. just I have to get a visual. Like you have I, to have I don't glitter, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It was it was big. I my grew up with my cousins and, or my aunts and cousins actually, mm-hmm. and they were uh, older than I was by you know five seven years, and I remember that trend. And they it were coming. Major. I mean, everything. Every white shirt was turned into something. Mm. And uh, as Christine rotates the screen now, <laughs> now, now you know. know what it is. Yeah. Sorry, continue. So I did that, and then. Um, even while I was in, in fashion school and just 
trying to figure out what I was going to do as far as a career, I would have my high school classmates look me up on MySpace and message me and say, hey, I have a concert that I'm going to. Do you still make shirts? Because I need a shirt that says blah, blah, blah. And so I just kept doing that. And... I mean, and here we are. It just, it's followed me. I've, I've had normal nine to fives and my Ivy Love puffy paint t-shirt <laughs> business has just been like my side gig. It's been your love. My love. Yeah, yeah. Really, like that's all I know. I've always liked to draw and decorate stuff. So I now have a 17-year-old daughter. So for the sake of being a normal parent, I got a nine to five and I oh, tried to oh, do I'm that Oh, I'm sorry. Thing. So who's older, her or you? She's she's actually taller than I am. So she's a normal size human. I'm four eleven, <laughs> guys. I'm like so um so for the sake of just, you know, being a regular parent, I and, and providing with a nine to five, I took a a job in the um trade school industry. So I was um at Marinello for a few years. I was at UEI for a few years as an admissions and career director and an admissions rep. And um, and even then, I was making T-shirts on the side. Really? So long story short, one day I was like, this is it. I, I'm just going to go with it. And Ivy Love was born somewhere throughout those, I don't know, 18 years, 20 years. Did wow. you leave the 9 to 5? Or I did. You did. So uh, how long have you? Yeah. About four years ago. I um, So I had my daughter at 17, which was <clears throat> always, in the back of my mind, I always felt like, there has to be something that you do to prevent this happening again. And so having a nine to five, I was always, um, you know, checking in on her. Like, are you home yet? Is your homework done? And she was kind of like a latchkey kid for a few years. And, um, and I was missing practices and she was in cheerleading and volleyball and basketball. And I was missing games. And I was just because I, I had to pay bills. I was, I was at the office. And um, the closer she got into her teenage years, the more I realized I needed to be home yeah. all the time. Not because I didn't trust her, but because I knew there was a, a certain age where you do kind of feel that freedom of like, eh, she'll never know. My mom will never find out. She's at work. Yeah. So um, before that happened, so, I came home. Just so you know that too. Uh, <laughs> I came home. <laughs> because you know better, right? <laughs> because I know better. And because I was an honor roll student, I was – most of us assume that if you're doing poorly academically, that's when you become a teen parent. And that's not the case. No. I was a good student academically. I was in, I was in ASB. I was, I was doing everything by the book. But, you know. You were an overachiever. I, I was doing okay in school. And I just I had a little bit of extra freedom on my hands. <laughs> and I didn't want that to happen to my yeah, kids. Yeah. So I came home four years ago. And I've been doing this full time. Nice. So how many shirts do you do? Uh, is it a day, a week, a month? Or is it just shirts or is there other like products? So the puffy paint thing died out when I realized that I could not work fast enough. Mm-hmm. It's um, not scalable. With, <laughs> right. And, and it's just, you know, not as fancy. So um, being in fashion school, I realized that there were computer programs that I needed to learn. And I didn't want to learn them because I'm a freehand artist. I used to hand paint shoes and purses and hats. So I was like, gosh, do I want to learn this stuff? But the more, um, the higher the demand was for not just one birthday shirt, but like we're all going to 
Disneyland or, you know, there's 12 of us that are going to go on vacation and we all want matching shirts. I was like, okay, I got to learn this program and then hire like a silk screener. And I did that. So I have a friend, a childhood friend who was going to school for um, graphic design. And I reached out to him. Hi, Steve. And um, I credit him for for the growth of Ivy Love because I didn't have a logo. I didn't have anything. I had my little trademark cart that was just something that I signed on everything. And um, and I remember calling him and saying, like, hey, I know you're going to school for this, and I really need to figure out how to turn my art into something that can be printed. And he's like, oh, you're going to have to learn Photoshop Illustrator. He's like, I'm going to school for that. And um, I offered him, like, an hourly rate. I was like, if you can tutor me, I'll pay you. And at the time, he, w- he hadn't graduated yet, and he was, um, you know, doing the, the college thing. So I'm sure that extra money kind of helped him out. And I would, um, he was also, a, he lived a few blocks away from me. So from like midnight to like two in the morning, sometimes we'd be in his, it was kind of like this. It was like just, he called it the green room because all the walls are green. <laughs> and he would tell me, okay, so what do you want to learn today? And I'd be like, okay, so this is my sketch. How do I turn it into? And the rest is kind of history. So then now I have a silk screener who prints my stuff. So I send him the designs. Very cool. And so uh, when you were talking about the the uh, that puffy paint, uh, when it wasn't that, you went into silkscreen, right? Right. Um, out of all that, what? It, so let me just say this. When you started off your story with, you know, you, you as a kid, you were always drawing. That's the, that's my story, you know. I think you heard uh, the, the last episode. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Come on, Remo, you're supposed to uh, nah, Chime in. Say, she didn't want to be an architect. Yeah. Um, but it's true. It's like one of those things where, like, you, you just get that itch to to create, and uh, it's hard to uh, um, give it up, you know? Um, it follows you. Like, no matter how how much you want to do, like, a like what would you call it, like a traditional career, you yeah. know, like the doctor-lawyer type yeah. of career, your art just doesn't want to let go I actually considered architecture I had a a really amazing fifth grade um, teacher who um, taught us math through architecture so like the perimeter and the area and I thought oh yeah this is what I'm gonna do that's kind of cool and so I I walked in here and I was like oh my first love (laughs) it's it's definitely something I name Mr. Clark hi Mr. Clark is that Uh, him no no, no, no. he's actually as we speak, he's typing um, my daughter's uh, college recommendation letter right now. No way. He ended up, I contacted him. I found him, really, the internet's the best. I found him uh, on Facebook, and I was like, what you did for me as a fifth grader, I need you to do that too for my daughter mm-hmm. because she's not, she wasn't loving math. And he's like, bring her in. And so I would drive her half hour from Whittier to Karehe. Nice. To my hometown, and um, she was in his class for fifth grade and sixth grade. And sure enough, sixth grade ended, and she was like, I love math. Wow. So she used to go to school in Whittier? She's always been in Whittier, and and I pulled her out of the district for two years just so that my fifth grade teacher could. Was that something that's easy to do? No. No, but you're talking about going from, uh, I mean, I don't know where in Cudahy, but... It was uh, like a 45-minute to an not, hour drive not every morning. Not to bash on Cudahy, but, <laughs> but I, I don't know what those school ratings you're, there you're are. You're riding solo on this one, Desi. Uh, <laughs> that's how amazing this teacher was, wow. is that it just every year I would think, I hope I get to, like, bump into him again and let him know, you know, what an impact he was in my life. And 
he ended up being my sister, all my siblings' teachers, because no we, we all grew well, up in Karehe. Yeah. And so um, when she was in fifth grade, I was like, okay, well, how do I do it so that he's her teacher too? And I reached out, and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take her. And I was like, really? And he's and I was like, how do I, what do I do? Because you got to pull a kid out of the district and paperwork, and it needs to get approved. And he's like, bring her in. I'll, we'll figure it out. Damn Two man. years. Wow, that's really cool. And yeah. right now he's typing her um her recommendation letter. Yeah. She's applying to colleges. Yeah. What so, schools is she hoping to get to? I don't want to jinx it, but we're looking at USC. We're looking at, at schools that I would have never imagined applying to. So we're looking at USC. Her dream school was NYU for, I want to say, at least 10 years. She always wanted to go to New York. And then we visited New York last year. Me thinking that she was going to say, no, this is too crazy for me. I don't think just I can do it. Just go in the wintertime. And, <laughs> and she was like, just leave me here. I'm home. And then we came home, and my best friend, who is a USC um, grad, she was like, you know, she's her Nina. So she's like, you know, Mama, just come visit the campus. See how you feel about it. So we took a little tour, uh, and and she loved it. So now we're NYU, USC. Yeah. We'll see. Did you guys go um, during the wintertime or in the summertime? No, we went in September. Um, we're both September babies. We're two days apart. So we celebrated our birthday in September of last year. And the weather was perfect. I mean, everything was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, she I, wanted to stay. One of the first times I went to the East Coast, it was, mm-hmm. I want to say January, February. I never understood why anyone would ever buy a trench coat. Until you go to New York, because in the they're winter. nice. No, no, I mean it's it's so um, hot. But when you get that that breeze, that wind chill, that just get, mm-hmm. get to your bones, it's like yeah, I'm I'm good. LA yeah. is the place for me. <laughs> Going back yeah, into a hotel. Yeah, I love LA too. But I'm looking forward to visiting her. Hopefully, if she gets in, I'll yeah. be making a few trips out there. Yeah. So yeah. does she have the art- artistic bug too, or is it a? Uh... On a different level, she's on the other side of this, uh, the other end of the spectrum. She's a singer. So she does theater and she does music. Um, she's had chores since she was maybe first or second grade. She's been my dishwasher. Um, <laughs> and she's whatever, child thing. <laughs> I, I, I made her. I, yeah. <laughs> and so she, uh, she's been washing dishes since she was like in first grade. And that's her, that's her stage. So she sings everything from Disney to. Broadway musicals to, and was she singing while she was um, oh, yeah. doing dishes? Oh, yeah. Is that like you got to make it fun? Her, so she, she doesn't know what she's wow. doing. That's what she says. That's her stage. So she doesn't then. know. That's her stage. Wow. So I mean, even now she's still doing dishes every day and or every other day now. She's so busy. But That's a way of, of turning dishes into something really fun. Our neighbors, right? our neighbors who were not like. We never knew who our neighbors were. We just kind of kept to ourselves. And one of our neighbors approached us um, about a year after we moved in. Asked her to be and they dishwasher. And like, they were like, who sings in there? You? Or, and I was like, we both kind of sing, but the good singer is, is my daughter. She's like, sometimes we open the windows just to, like, listen. Yeah. Did you did you take out the bucket and say, well, start no, paying? No, no, no. <laughs> or, or, or if they had any dishes for her to wash. Nothing's free here. Come no on. kidding. No, she's my dishwasher. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's make that clear. I'm not sharing her. Oh, man. That's so, kind of yeah, cool. That's our little story. In yeah, show. yeah, yeah. So, again, I was kind of going back to the original thought of, of you doing things by hand mm-hmm. and how, you know, you were having a hard time transition to – this kind of mechanical way of doing it. things, you know? I hated it. Um, I hate it now. It, it, it's and hard. It, and it's too extremes because you mm-hmm. are all hand and you're all 
you know. Well, no, no but, but that's what I'm still... saying. It, originally, not to say that I was I was I was always by hand and I started by hand, but but um, uh, I, I don't sketch and draw as much as I used to when I was uh, younger. You know, mm-hmm. um, just because everything I do now is digital. And it's true what they say. If you don't use it, you lose it. Yes. So there were a few years when I was working at the trade schools that I just didn't have time to sketch. And all my stuff was put away. And it was just, I didn't want to. It's a little bit like you get anxiety where where you haven't done something you love for a long time and you're afraid to go back to it. So I had all my stuff kind of like put away so I didn't have to see the markers and the pens and all that good stuff. And when I picked it up again, you lose a little bit if you don't practice it enough. So, but I'm back. Hard. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and I was going to say, so once you go from, again, the, the handcrafted, you know, using your hands kind of skills to, to going into this manufacturing process, um, sometimes it becomes, um, it's still yours, but it's, it's, it's something, what's the right word? It's, it's, uh, it's yours, but it's... Manufactured. But it's not yours. I, I mean, it's... Um, I don't feel like it's complete. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I still want to touch things up or like have, you know, put little details into it that that maybe um, silk screening just can't really translate onto T-shirts. So I do feel like a lot of my T-shirts are not complete, which is why I started doing the Ivy Love sketches um, where. um, Sorry. By by the way, I did see that. You did? And that was kind of cool. Yeah, you did one. um, What was a pop-up? the last one was at the skin room. Yes, 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 yes. Brenda's so awesome. I saw that. Uh, Hi, Brenda. Yeah, shout out to Brenda. <laughs> it's uh, I saw the sketch you were doing, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of cool. Um, just to see, I, I'm a sucker for stuff like that, man. I, like you start off with like just a line, and and you're not knowing where, what it's going to turn into, and then you see the second stroke and the third stroke, and all of a sudden you see it become something. You're like, man. No, that's kind of cool. What's next? Yeah, it's emotional for me to watch other artists as well. Like I, I do feel that the yeah. the process is just it's a good feeling yeah. for other artists to yeah. see. See, I'm the other extreme. I love the machine stuff, and you just want to see the finished product. Like just show I, me you know, it done. How can we do a thousand of these? <laughs> yeah. right? So well, and that's the thing. Like, like again, and I, I guess for me, it's just more of a uh, you get something that comes on to almost perfect, right? Um, so it's a nice, clean pattern, and then you replicate it, you know, a thousand times or whatever. So now all of a sudden you have a thousand of the same, right? Uh-huh. Um, whereas somebody who's trying to be, you know, um, you're all about the arts and stuff like that. You want to – every piece is unique. Even though you might replicate the same one again, it's never going to match it's you the last gonna, one, right? Uh-huh. And I think for me that's kind of – I don't know what the right word is, but just – being able to not duplicate it is for me I think what 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 makes it unique what makes me feel good about it I don't uh-huh. know if that makes sense because um, I, I have thought about like you know doing something where where it's a sketch and then it gets reprinted several times and it becomes kind of like a um, like a collection or whatever but then it's, it, part of me says like man is that really what you know uh-huh. do I, I want to mass doing, produce you know? like, exactly oh, I I fought that so much. But I'm telling you, people were like, you know, I don't need one shirt. I need 15. And then it became like we're doing a tailgating um, to Dodger Stadium, and there's 400 of us. Yeah. And, like, you know. Get some coffee. <laughs> and and I remember thinking, like, how do I do it so that it's still unique? Yeah. And um, I've been lucky that I've been able to incorporate my heart into 
So my trademark card goes into every design, either on the back, which is the most common um, place that you'll find it. The back of every shirt has a little Ivy Love heart. Nice. That's how you know it's an original piece because, again, a heart can be reproduced by other companies and it might look similar, but you know that, that it's Ivy Love. If, if it's so do that. you um, glue it on or stitch it on or how's no, that? No, it's all printed. Um, okay. The first few shirts, yeah, I, I mean, I remember painting my whoa, heart whoa, whoa, whoa. On, on some of the... It's not an earthquake, guys. Um, no earthquake, please. Yep, that's it. And that heart is... I don't know if the camera can see it, but it's yeah. now on my, I wear my heart on my sleeve. So nice. I have a little tattoo. And um, the heart has its own story. I mean, just everything that I've designed because of what we were talking about, how I just wanted to make sure that it was something original and something that you can't just mass produce and find anywhere. I've tried my best to find something unique in each collection so that other people can recognize it as an Ivy Love piece and not just some shirt with a heart on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes it's not as easy because a heart is a common shape. So may we, may we ask what the story behind the heart? Sure. It started as a signature heart. I just Every time I, I signed my name, I used to put a little heart, and one side was always bigger than the other. And the more I did that, the more I, I liked the look of it. And then um, when I had my daughter really young, I just kind of thought the heart represents – like I'm the bigger piece and she's the little piece and it's a complete, you know, it's a complete piece and it's just the two of us. It's always been just the two of us. So that's the, the short story. Very cool. And yeah. is it just one heart? Cause I just saw on the front of Christine's shirt, there's also. A so I incorporate the heart in the design, which mm -hmm. is on the front. So sometimes you'll have the, the whole heart or sometimes I'll do the shape, but. Mm -hmm. So, so when you look at a shirt up front, you you can find the heart somewhere. But from behind, you know it's Ivy Love because it's, like, on the bottom corner. Nice. Yep. It, it's crazy you say that because um, my my daughter's in – my daughter's – she's, like, the, the sketching, mm. artsy kind of girl. Um, Celebrate that. Oh, I, I, I'm – Celebrate it. We're collecting all her sketches. I mean, we have a whole bin. But <clears> – <throat> She's into I don't know what it is, but it's it's me and her. It's always me and her, mm -hmm. and uh, you can tell by the hair. Uh, I can tell by the four she's hairs. She's, like <laughs> she's actually I now I have like more. You. She used to put four. No but, beard um, though. No beard yet. Um, it, but her thing is hearts, which mm -hmm. is crazy. And, and she always does the same thing, like like kind of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. It's one side is one bigger thing. than the other, mm -hmm. and and it's us. And and so when you say, I'm like I'm like man, is that what she's thinking? Because I don't. And, and it's it's weird because it's. She'll do this, and then she'll put a heart. Mm -hmm. Or she'll do the heart, and then, you know. That's a good sign. For me, when I when I added hearts to my sketches, it's a sign of, like, happiness. Like, I enjoy drawing this for yeah. you, and there's a little heart, so you know it was made with love. And now, thinking back on what I was feeling at the time, it was the only thing that I knew how to do that brought joy to, to me. I was terrible. At, I've always been terrible at sports. I'm a terrible driver, guys. I am the worst driver. Four eleven, I don't know. <laughs> and so I, I, you know, I never played sports. I, I'm not athletic. I'm not brave when it comes to like jumping fences and riding bikes and rollerblading. I never did any of that. Well, you're from Cudahy. But okay. you yeah, put right. a, a sketchbook in front of me, and I'm, I'm, at, That's a you ease, know, yeah. I'm, I'm home. Nice, nice. It's, it's a good feeling. Oh man. 
So the, the hearts, though, they're they're printed now with yes. the shirt. So that, yes. so are you like that, a shirt like Christine's wearing right now, the, the Ram shirt? Mm-hmm. Do you do is it one of those, a hundred of those, fifty of those? If someone's looking to to buy a big quantity, so the way I do my collections is by seasons. Obviously, if it's like football season, I um, it's usually a home team because I've always considered myself a small business, and um, I've had customers ask like, when are you going to bring out? Um, I don't know, like cowboy stuff, and so I've tried to incorporate other cities. But do you, do you say what cowboys? <laughs> Sometimes, when like they move I to haven't. When they move to LA. You know, I tried to do angels collections, and it just it doesn't even come out right because I'm not a fan. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes. Where yes. I'm drawing or I'm yes. um, I'm designing. Instead of like, an A, you do like a, an H, right? Uh, or something. You purposely right. make yeah. it, yeah. And then I turn it into like blue and white instead of red. Um, so I'm a Dodgers fan. I've always been a Dodgers fan. I used to design cheer uniforms for a few years as well. And um, I would have my sample makers make custom. I would design custom jackets for my daughter and I to wear to Dodger games. And it, using, you know, the the striping from the cheerleading uniforms and the glitter and the lettering. And so Dodgers has always been the, the holy grail. Like the entire purpose um, – for Ivy Love Now is getting a collaboration with the Dodgers, and which is why that's the team that I mean that team is like what what paid my first big bill when um, the the tailgating. I had a friend um, who was like, you know, there's going to be like a few hundred of us going to San Diego um, for the for the game, and we want custom shirts. We want to show up like you know we want to represent everyone wearing the same shirt. The boys already have a shirt. Somebody designed their shirts, but for the girls, we want something really special. And so that year, I think um, we printed maybe like 100 shirts, which is major for me at the time because I was still, I had my 9 to 5, and I was making like 25 shirts at a time. And that's when I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. I want people to show up at the Dodger Stadium and go into one of the, the stadium stores and find my heart somewhere. So cool. we're not there yet, but soon. If you dream it, it'll happen. Oh, yeah. Let's see the city. Christine? Well, somebody hears this podcast. Right. Wait, say it. Well, Remo knows somebody. I mean, he's, yeah. uh, he knows I, everybody. I know. So. I know. The owner of the Dodger. Let me just call him right now. And <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> just in. Put him on FaceTime right um, now. So that must have been a tough game seven for you. Yeah. That's it was. But when you're a fan, if you're like a, a true fan, it's almost like, okay, well, not this time, but, you know, right. next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes, it's heartbreaking. But I'm like. Okay, well, spring training is around the corner, so yeah, yeah. we'll see you. Uh, I was yeah. that was pretty. It wasn't a pretty sight, but we digress. Well, just wait. There. Yeah, that just was wait. that was a waste of. Well, money. it was harder for him. <laughs> yeah, because I paid for it, and uh, <laughs> and then the performance was it. It was what it was, and then I was like, oh, it's, he it's had to eat twice because it was. It took so long. Was that long mm-hmm. game? I it was a, no, it no, was the really one before, right? Oh, the, the one before. Yeah, was long. that was, was a long. really short, short game, and it was, it was. I mean, it was, it was bad. Yeah, but there's spring training right around the corner. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> just wait for it. Yeah, and the shirts are are, are ready. Oh mm-hmm. man! So based on all the shirts you provide, or all the um, merchandise that mm-hmm. you have, um, kind of walk us through what you have. Like, what is it that you offer, and and, and how do they? How do people view it? So, again, seasonal. So sometimes it's just based on what's happening in the news or, you know, when um, the election was was on, it, everyone's like, are you going to have election? It's usually you guys that'll 
message me like, are you going to have this? Are you going to make shirts for this event? Are you going to do that? And that kind of lets me forecast what my sales are going to look like because there is an investment when I design stuff. I can't just design all kinds of stuff and then not be able to to sell it. So usually when I get emails um, requesting a certain design or a certain team or a certain event, that's how I go about it. So right now my holiday collection includes um, sweatshirts, which launched tonight. I was supposed to um, launch at 8, so if you're watching this, guys, it's going to be a little longer. It'll be a little late. Um, So I have uh, the fleece collection, and then um, I have Spanish T-shirts, which was another thing that I started with when I first started the brand. Um, I used to have shirts that would say muy muy or just, you know, the the phrases you you hear at home. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have an entire collection for camisetas. I have a collection for teams, which includes um, obviously USC and the Dodgers and sometimes the Cowboys and sometimes the Rams. Actually, the Rams are pretty um, pretty solid right now. So we still have that. And then we have um, a beauty collection for all my makeup artists. Um, you know, that's that's really big right now. So I have a lot of friends and family members who are into makeup. And so there's like a lot of lashes on my collections. And then I have, remind me, I forget. Disney. So I, the Disney yeah, collection. I, I'm looking at it as we're talking. Okay, good. Tell that. Tell the story about when you're at Disneyland and you saw the girl. In the oh yeah, maybe she's listening. I hope she's listening. So I was at Disneyland um, last year. Yes, and I was in the line to Matterhorn, and it was it was wrapped around the the mountain, and it was like you know an hour and a half, maybe two hour wait, and I'm standing there and I see a girl walking toward me wearing one of my shirts and I lose it I lose it all the time guys like I'm at Target and if I see someone I will like walk over and be like hey um I, I made your shirt I don't even know what how to introduce it I'm just like hey <laughs> me that shirt like Pictionary trying She's to like, piece you want it my together. shirt yes. also. Yeah. <laughs> and so I walked over to her I get out of line I walk over to her and I was like where did you get your shirt and she tells me, oh, this was a Secret Santa gift from one of my coworkers, I think she said. And I was like, I made that. And I actually physically made that shirt because at the time I was still producing yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the glitter stuff I was still doing. What did she tell you afterwards? Like, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, right? So so she was kind of excited at first. Like, oh, that's really cool. What else do you have? And we, I, I think I gave her like a heart decal. But I was in the zone like, Somebody that I don't know is wearing a shirt that I created, and we didn't plan to see each other. Usually, mm-hmm. when I have pop-ups, I get super excited because my customers will show up wearing an Ivy Love shirt, and that's amazing. But that day, I was like, she didn't know I was going to be here. I didn't know she was going to be here, and we it was it was great. That's my story. So I'm looking at the stuff you have. Um, it seems like it's all um, what's the right word? Women. Oh yeah, and I'm super girly with it. Yeah, and is, I mean, is there a reason why you haven't ventured over to the guys? That, yes, and the re- and the reason why I say that is because I the, I thought the one you had for um, the one which is the uh, the soy tu madre, the, mm-hmm. the, which I thought was kind of cool. It's the mm-hmm. Star Wars one. Uh, something that that'd be kind of cool. But it says soy tu padre, you know. No, yes, no, uh, there's a reason why I don't do girl stuff. and Or boy stuff. Or, I mean, okay. men's stuff, sorry. It's because since it's branded 
apparel, and I always have to include the heart. I refuse to remove the heart from my shirts. And I always assume, like, you know, if I can't not use the heart, then I, then how do you know it's going to be an Ivy Love piece? So I kind of just stay away from it. But I will say this. A lot of my stuff now comes in unisex sizing, and I do have a lot of girlfriends who buy matching T-shirts for their boyfriends. So definitely my Dodgers collection. I, I don't, I could, Would you I mean, wear a shirt with uh, a pink heart? Yeah. Well, is it pink all the time? No, it's it, not no? always pink. Oh, okay. So the shape itself And is it's unisex. Fine. So, I mean, obviously, it wouldn't have glitter, and it would be probably all white, but slow. I'm, like, slowly introducing yeah. menswear. And it won't be completely because I just – I'm. With it I being a Christmas stuff. sweater on the corner, is there an ugly sweater collection that you – or ugly fleece. Or, you know? It's yeah. not a bad idea, man. No, those ugly sweaters sell like crazy. I mean, they're hard to find. I got find. a bunch of them at the house. Mm. <laughs> those are your normal sweaters. Those are my normal <laughs> sweaters. I have to hire you as a consultant yeah. now. I never thought about that. I've actually participated in ugly sweater contests, and I do use all of the scraps that we have left mm-hmm. from, like, the glitter stuff and the lettering, and I just, like, smush it all up onto a shirt. Well, yeah. I, I need one by next week, so I knew it was going to go somewhere. Amazon, Ama- Amazon can deliver tomorrow, it right? No, um, but no, the ugly sweater idea is that would it's be a fun. really popular thing, and I think you go on Amazon or any of the like you try to find mm-hmm. them anywhere. They're like twenty five, thirty dollars for a sweater you that wear you're one wear time. Once. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I wish you could just rent them or something. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Your Bus- closet just this is number two, man. I got a collection, man. So, so I I saw while Jesse's going through the pictures, Mm -hmm. um, is it online order only? Is there like where someone can actually pick it up or maybe local delivery or? It's an online order only for now because I am a one man show. So I'm rarely home for more than an hour and a half at a time. And I'm always in and out. I actually still pick up my own stuff from the warehouse. So, for example, let's say a cheerleading team orders a hundred pieces, fifty T-shirts and fifty sweatshirts for their competition season. I physically drive myself to a warehouse where I pick up the blanks, and then I physically drive them to my printer, where he prints, and then I pick them up. So most of the time, when I'm on my Instagram stories, you'll see me. I'm driving, and people always message me like, "Hey, be careful." I'm driving. <laughs> there's no one on the road. It's like you're really. It's parked, like midnight. Right. It's like yes, I'm really parked. Um, I'm not. I'm not really parked. That's the only time I get to 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 go on on my Insta stories, and I don't make eye contact with you guys. I'm just, you know, I'm holding the phone and I'm driving. But um, it's usually while I'm dropping off or picking up stuff from my printer. So for that reason, it's extremely difficult to be like, oh, I got to stop here now and wait for a customer to drop off something or pick up. So it's yeah. just, it's not not convenient. What time does your printer close? Never. <laughs> really? I've been blessed with a printer who works exclusively for Ivy Love. And there's a story behind that. He actually used to be an employee at a print shop that I used to go and print my stuff. And I've taken them enough business to where he branched out on his own, and now he's my printer. Very cool. And I won't share him for any reason. No, just kidding. If you guys need any printed stuff, I got you. Is he local? Or? He is local. Okay. Mm-hmm. Woody, you crazy, or? like very crazy. Like. He's in Rosemead. <laughs> is he local? He's local. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, <laughs> he's in Rosemead. Mm-hmm. 
Rosemead, my lovely do city. Want, do you want his address too? No, 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 I'm good. At, I don't like Rosemead. And <laughs> I actually take <laughs> pride in my my t-shirts because he's not your typical silk screener. Like nice. we've we've created this formula of even the consistency of our inks that just lasts longer. It doesn't crack. It doesn't peel. So throughout the years, we've really perfected our our craft. And without him, yeah, I would. This wouldn't be going on. That's awesome. I mean, it's awesome to hear a story like that because, you know, they keep you always keep hearing stories about how small businesses are this like the backbone, right? Uh-huh. And uh, and and that yeah, you're right. I mean, that's a perfect example. Small business mm-hmm. employing another small business, but they never tell you about the glory of driving at midnight to pick up this and that. And <laughs> they don't. Yeah. I, I'm telling you right now that for. I've had people contact me like, hey, I want to get started on a T-shirt business, which I love because I wish someone would have encouraged me when I had my 9 to 5. Like, why don't you just do this full time? For me, I I called it my side business and everyone called it my side business. And it took a long time for me to be like, wait, this can really be something. So when people reach out to me, I'm like, do it and do it right now. Don't do it. Don't, you know, a lot of us think we need a business plan first. And for, for maybe other businesses, I wouldn't know. But for mine... I just did it. I just made a shirt and then another shirt and then another shirt. And I, you know, trial and error, I tested different fabrics and different T-shirts and different washes and different inks. And then you finally just find your place. But but you got to love it, though. I mean, it, it's that's that's usually mm-hmm. like the first question when somebody asks me the same thing or, or not particularly about my type of business or just going into business mm-hmm. um, or doing something like that. It's like. It's usually that. Like, my response is, like, I mean, do you really care for it enough to where if, you know, if it doesn't go well the right way that you're willing to stick with it and still enjoy it? And yep. if they say no, then at that point, it's right. Stay where you're at. You know, mm-hmm. I'm glad that you mentioned that because right now it's it's almost trendy to open a boutique everywhere. Yeah. You see boutiques popping up, either fashion boutiques or, or uh, you know, storefronts. And um, if you... It looks easy. A lot of a lot of business owners make it look so easy that we think like, oh, no big deal. I'll open a store, and then you realize how much work um, and how much you have to sacrifice to to build this business. Yeah. So even though I do encourage people to to follow their dreams, I do always say what you know what you say. Like if you don't absolutely love it and you're not willing to lose things for it, yeah. Chances are eventually you're going to be like, oh, I don't know, you know, this maybe wasn't for it's, me. It's those Instagram stories and pictures I make. It looks so glorious, right? Which is why I drive and deliver and let you guys see all the other stuff just <laughs> in case. Stuff. So, you, yeah, so you know. Now that explains why you start off with you're the be- a terrible driver. Oh, yeah. Well, when you're Instagramming, <laughs> I think anybody <laughs> yeah. Instagramming and driving, I'd be terrible. Too. I'm a terrible driver just because I was. I never <laughs> was formally trained You're throwing I just the wheel. kind of you right, know my go. first driving experience I drove in the, in the in the dark at night with no headlights I didn't even know that I had to turn them on Holy I smokes. drove from how, how did that go I made it <laughs> but piece, when yeah. I when I when I parked um my friend was like your lights are off how long have you been driving like this and I was like two hours what lights I have my own what night lights? vision on <laughs> and I I didn't I didn't realize so but yeah, but yes, I let you guys see all the all the not so fun stuff. I mean, if you do show up at home at my house, my workshop, my office, 
my house is a mess all the time. Like this is stuff that I have to admit because people do assume like I have. People come over, you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, that you can see that I have yeah. bins on top of bins because I have pop up shops. Because since I don't do the storefront thing. I do have pop-ups, and I can't just take all my stuff into a dusty garage every time, you know, between pop-ups. So it's it's in my living room, guys. It's properly organized yeah. and categorized yes. and sorted. And there's and I have little elves that like fold no, everything I, for I, me. I, I, and I see that just show up to the pop-up. And yes, just, no, I see that because glitter. My, my yeah. desk and my tables, my look like they're a pile of papers. But we that, know where everything is, right? But I know exactly where yes. everything's at. It's in chronological order. Right. <laughs> the oldest stuff is at the bottom. That's how you know. That's how you know. So, anyways, it's 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 in order. Um, no, it's great. So, anything you anything? I know you just did a pop up recently. Mm-hmm. Um, you got? Do you have anything else coming up that you want to speak about? Or I know you're launching something in the next thirty minutes or something like that. But yes. So my fleece collection goes up. Whenever. In about <laughs> an hour. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm webmaster. I'm customer service. The only thing I don't do is I don't physically make my shirts anymore, and I don't physically ship my stuff anymore. On rare occasions, I do, but now I do have some help. Okay. So if you need an update on a on an order, before I used to be able to say, give me the order number, I'll look it up right now. Now I kind of have to go through a different process. But um, to answer your question, what do I have going on right now? I'm really focusing on my sketches, my Ivy Love sketches. Um and I have a deadline for a lot of a lot of people have asked if I can sketch them for their Christmas cards. So December fifth, guys, is the last day to order, and they're online. If you go into the prints tab, do they give you a picture or do you sketch them? Live? They give me tons of pictures. So um, you can send me three to five pictures of however many people you want in your sketch, and I kind of combine them, and then you can tell me, okay, my kid's wearing shorts. Can you put jeans on him? And I do that. Wow. That's kind of cool. Can you read the question? There's a question on the Instagram live. Oh. Is your name really Ivy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, my name is really Ivy. And I'll tell you a little quick story. My mom's I name is that. Olivia. <laughs> and the middle... Here, okay. Did you really? No, so my mom's name is Olivia, and the middle part of her name is uh, Ivy. It's Evie. She calls me Evie. So, so we have a um, shout-out to Whittier Woodworks. Hi. He's asked, is it he or she? I forget. He. It's a, fa- it's a family-owned business, though. Is it, you know, yes. I, I follow on Instagram, and same thing, right? It's all yep. handcrafted yep. stuff, and and uh, it's always hard to know who's who because mm-hmm. because you never know. Because the name you is know. not a – No, 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 because you don't know if it's if it's if if that person – Team effort. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like if that person is just doing it because they're doing their marketing or whatever, is, or, and he has a whole team. Anyways, um, uh, so the question is, I'm participating in my first pop-up. In a couple of weeks, any advice? Show up early. <laughs> I'm <laughs> terrible at this. Everybody knows. I mean, I've, I've had uh, my customers ask me, okay, so the pop-up is from 4 to 9. At what time are you showing up? Because I'm, I'm a one-man show. I load my own car. I unload my own car. And then I sit there and stare at everything as far as, like, where am I going to put my stuff? Because I, I work from home. I work online. So yeah. I don't have a system where I'm like, this goes here. And, yeah, show up early. That's my only advice. And have a, awesome. a card reader, debit card reader. Yes, because, and I'll <laughs> tell you that from a, a buying perspective yes. or a buyer perspective, it's harder for me to carry cash. cash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that usually 
kills the deal. But uh, yeah. Um, so you got all right. So the, we talked about your your Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so Remo's gonna put in an order for, for, the ugly for a couple uh, ugly sweaters, uh, a couple Sweater. Christmas cards, <laughs> and um, and he definitely wants a shirt that has a big heart in it. Yep. Pink, um, right, right? with glitter. Yeah. It's it. got to have glitter because if it doesn't shine, he's not wearing that. Um, what else you got going on? Because um, um, I know sketches. if they for ordering, they'll go online. But yeah, I would recommend shop online while you can because as the um, holidays approach, um, I mean, again, this is limited um, limited quantity stuff. I don't mass produce. So sometimes, you know, customers will say, when are you going to get the size L again? And I'm, it's, if it's gone, it's gone. That's another thing that maybe customers don't know. Once something sells out, it doesn't come back. This way I can keep things fresh, limited. You know that if you own one of, uh, you know, an Ivy Love piece, there's one of maybe 60 unless I relaunch. And if I do relaunch, it's not on the same T-shirt. So you can still get mm. two versions of it. Yeah, yeah. How about if someone just likes the shirt and says, "Man, I want another one or two or three of these in the same size." You can. You can order online um, as long as the quantities are there. Then, then yeah. But it's usually um, less than a hundred pieces per collection. Wow. Mm-hmm. The um, based on everything that you sell or have to this point, what's like your number one seller? It used to be my Taquero Mucho shirt. I don't know if Which you've I seen it. Which I thought was kind of cool, yeah. It used to be that. That's been around since maybe 2014. Let me translate for Remo. Yeah, right. <laughs> taquero means Tacos. Ta- the taco uh-huh. man. Mm-hmm. I, but I but want like you a, a lot. Yeah. Taquero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. taquero, yeah. So that used to be my bestseller. And right now, the chida, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that term. Chida is like, oh, que chido. Yeah. You know, like it's really cool. That's doing really well. Nice. And um, the way my website gauges that is based on the amount of time that it's been on the website right so it's doing a little better than the taquero mucho so get it before it sells out nice there you go yep what do you do with the shirts that are not doing that well i take them to the pop-up so whenever you go to a pop-up usually i'll have one or two shirts from a previous collection that is about to sell out or didn't quite sell out but it's two shirts that's when that's when they tell me like when are you going to bring this back it's not in my size and i don't so if it's here take it because it doesn't come back. Yeah. Do you have any pop-ups uh, scheduled from now until the end of the year? I'm working on one more, and I don't know for sure. It's really hard to have pop-ups, guys, because, again, like I, I drive a tiny little Jeep, and I have to load everything in there and then unload and set up. And so working from home has just really worked out for me. Online works best. It's, it's just the best way to well, go. What's considered a successful pop-up? How many shirts? So shout out to Sleek Hair, who when I used to have a storefront, which we didn't cover, but I used to have a little storefront in, um, I, had, I had two, one in 2008 on, on Greenleaf, actually like Here. a few. Yes, right next to the print shop where Rick's is, across from the yeah. church. Yeah. The building's no longer there, which yeah, it's, kind it's of answers a lot up. of questions for you the <laughs> on why my, up, my uh, business didn't do so well. No, I was talking about the hotel that was there. The hotel. Was it a hotel? Yeah. So when I had the storefront, it was kind of like a halfway house. Yes. Yes. And I didn't know that when I first opened it. So I would open in the morning, and then I would have... Random people show up. Tenants just <laughs> hang out on the sidewalk and smoke and just, like, lie out and have and take naps. 
And, and, not buy shirts. and not buy shirts <laughs> and not and not welcome people who wanted to shop. So yeah. it just it, my store didn't do well. That was 2008. And then so, I reopened. Sorry, you missed the opportunity to use them as mannequins. I think I did. I, <laughs> I, I didn't think of mannequins. that. <laughs> just like, don't move. Oh, you're napping? Good. Let me just put yeah. a T-shirt on you. <laughs> so that didn't work. But I opened another one um, in 2015 on Hadley right across from the baseball field at Whittier High School. Just like this little, it's a residential area, but there was like this little nook. And that got broken into, like broken wow. into, like they broke the window, ran in there and just took Security. whatever they could. And then I closed shop and I said no more. Wow. Well, if, if those shirts were being worn by people, <laughs> like, were you the one? <laughs> I think of that all the time. I think like they took at least 50 pieces where are they and i hope and i i i love the santa fe spring swap meet so every time i go i look around look like around. Are you guys reselling my stuff where is it but no i haven't seen it yet you can look at it on a positive note i yeah. mean that your your stuff is is that that good that people had to break into uh i always say if someone steals something hopefully they're doing something better with it than i was so or they I was paying it, bills yeah. with it, so I don't know. It wasn't like extra stuff lying around. I, I this is my only source of income, which is another reason why it's exclusive. And you know, the price points aren't as low as a Target T-shirt, but you yeah. get an exclusive piece, and you're, you're, you know, you're supporting, supporting a small a business. Small business. Yeah, and yeah. and I'm telling you, I have no employees. My employee is filling out college applications right now, yeah. and she works for free. You know. Sorry, I'm gonna <laughs> keep tagging on this small business. I, I didn't um, – I've been shopping more or buying more mm-hmm. locally and at a smaller – Scale. Mm-hmm. Space yep. or whatever. Yes. Um, just for that same reason. It's like uh, obviously I'm going through it too and, and just knowing that like it, it – you're right. I mean it, it, for you selling a shirt would be that you, you know you have food or you have a light bill or something like that and – and then on top of that, somebody else is depending on you to also provide. So like that chain kind of reaction keeps going, and it's uh it's a uh, so you're right. I would pay more for a shirt than I would traditionally pay for, mm-hmm. uh, but I think because there's a, a good meaning behind it, it, it just doesn't feel it as a- and it adds to it as well. I mean, being able to support a small business is something huge. I mean. You go into to Target and you're gonna get you know the same shirt, a, a thousand of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But being able, I, my some of my favorite short shirts are all from the local, you know, Whittier rights here from yeah. CC Love and from Alexander, and so, yeah. and I always get asked about those shirts all the time. More because, than a Target shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean it's true, and uh, you learn as a small business owner, you learn to calculate your expenses based on what you create. So sometimes I'm like, okay, my, my phone bill costs me this many T-shirts. I have to sell this many T-shirts. Um, and it becomes like, it becomes a part of you where now yeah. I budget myself based on like, is this worth 80 T-shirts for me to buy? That's funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> or no, I we'll, got to work harder on we'll, selling yes, 80 T-shirts. Yes, I do that too. But I'm, I'm like, you know, this, no, I'll wait till it goes on clearance. Or barter. I know, I know this guy who can sell you a house. Or T-shirts. Is he sitting in this room right now? Yes. <laughs> where, tell me where he's at. <laughs> he's not in this room. It's going to cost you a million T-shirts. Yeah. So, so what is the break-even point? For, like on a month? Just, you know, me being curious and me being analytical. Um, he's he's all about the... I know. Yeah. No, I don't know that I can even answer that. Um, I'll tell you this much. 
my bills get paid on a monthly basis, and I'm usually back at zero at the end of the month, only because since I quit my nine to five, um, to be able to keep up with my previous income, I haven't removed any extra expenses. I still go to dinners with my daughter. We still go to Disneyland. We have a Disneyland pass. We still uh, we love musicals, so we still do the musicals. If I budgeted myself, yes, I would be able to have more, a bigger profit. But I don't want to do that because at the end of the day, this is her last year with me. She's going to be off to college. And I didn't want to change her life in that way where it's like, hey, mom's coming home. And now we're never going to dinner again. Now we're going to cook every day. So I've maintained a comfortable back at zero lifestyle, if you can say that. Uh, We live in Uptown Whittier, which for for me, it's not cheap considering that I come from Cudahy where you can rent a one bedroom for maybe like six, seven hundred dollars. I don't know about now, but coming to Whittier was really hard on my single parent income. And so now that um, the business is doing significantly better, um, I, I keep I try to keep that lifestyle a little bit, but there's no extra money at the end of the month, if that makes sense. So so let's talk about Cudahy and Whittier. So yes. when did you get come out here and why? Okay, so I was raised in – I've only lived in Cudahy, Bell, Maywood area. If you guys are familiar, it's like this little family of cities, and yeah. they're small, and everybody knows each other. And I was always um, – content with the idea that I would live there for the rest of my life. When I had my daughter and she started school, she started preschool, I realized how um, I wanted her to have more access to, you know, being part of a musical, being part of like just a different type of um, engagement. And it's, it's difficult because a lot of parents where I grew up have to work two or three jobs and are not as um, they're not able to be as hands on with their kids out of out of need out of just you know their financial um, situation so we lacked a lot of that and I knew she wanted to perform and sing and dance and my best friend who moved out here when we were in high school she moved to Whittier when I would come visit her it was like it was like visiting like a new world like just every uptown Whittier is just so homey you know it's just Mm -hmm. And so I always thought, like, I would love to live out here if I could afford to. And um, her sister was like, you know, when she starts school, you should bring her out, use our address, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did. And so for the first um, few years, I, I think we moved out here when she was in second grade. So for the first few years, I would drive from Cudahy to Whittier. Wow. She was going to Longfellow. And I would drive out every morning. And one day I found a little converted garage one block away from where I live now so we actually drive by our old place and we're like oh that's where we started and um it was a little converted garage it was like a one like a one bedroom almost we didn't have a living room and and then you know I got my nine to five and I was able to save a little bit of money and then I kept uh, moving forward with the brand and now we live in an actual address (laughs) Very a fun. block over. And then when you moved to Woodyear, you went back to Cudahy. And, <laughs> and then, yes, fifth grade, I, I go back yeah, for Mr. Clark. Anything for Mr. Clark. You guys, nice. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you enough how amazing this person has been in, our, in my entire family. My brothers and sisters love him, too. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yes. Well, so, so now that you're in Woodyear, let's ask you some Woodyear questions. Let's do it. I um, love it here. I never want to leave. So <laughs> if you were to grab a bite to eat now or maybe a drink, where would you... Uh, What's your what's your spot? Where do I start? So, um, I don't drink, and by I don't drink, I mean I will have a drink if we're celebrating something, and I'll leave it halfway 
finished. We had a podcast start that way one time, and then <laughs> yeah. he is now drinking. No, he's an alcoholic. <laughs> no, he's really? an alcoholic. Um, so just let us know when you're ready. To yeah. drink. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. I, I don't. I'm not against it. It's just not something that I um, that I enjoy. Not because of what it does to me. It's just I like. I like lemonade and iced tea. It's just my, you know, my drink of choice. I do like Moscow mules. So I've been to, um, what's across from flight? There's a little vintage vintage cafe. cafe. Their Moscow mules are the best, guys. So I will have one there. Um, My sister and her boyfriend um, like uh, craft beer. So I've learned to love a little bit of the ciders and the, the sour beers, I guess. But even then, I'll take a few sips and be like, that's great. Okay, the end. So I don't drink. It's just not my my thing. But um, I'm a foodie. So here we go. Um, Casa del Cocinero. Anything that has handmade tortillas. Is that where you met uh, Christine? We we were there just yesterday, yesterday. Um, I've never been there. You've been there? Yeah. Oh, you got to go. Really? I've never been there. You're missing out. out. Yes. Casa del Cocinero is amazing. Um... Ray's Little Kitchen, yeah, which is on um, Penn. No, Penn? Yeah, Penn. They have, um, I like the, the, I love breakfast food. I can have breakfast food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. Like eggs, it's my jam. Where is that at? Penn and what? Penn and Whittier, where the um, antique shop is. It's a little. It's oh, in Richards? Very, mm-hmm. yes. It's inside Richards? No, it's right it's, it. it's right attached now. to Richards, it's, okay. but it has its own entrance, yeah. <clears throat> um... Everywhere. I mean, everywhere. I love um, sushi well, he, azabu. Well, here, sorry. Next so, to so, Alexander. So going back, so you Bar- talked about these, yes. these locations. So what, what, like, what's your dish? What are you, what are you after? What do you seek? I seek breakfast food. So like at Ray's, what do you get? Um, the nopales with huevo. Yes. I'm an, I'm an egg. I'm telling you, I can have, and if I don't eat tacos because I don't eat meat, so... I go to a taco spot and I ask for the torta de huevo. Like that's, oh, really? Yes, I am a breakfast <laughs> They look girl. at you like, uh. Sometimes, but you know, you you frequent a place enough to where they're like, I know what you want. Yeah, I got you. Nice. So, um, Atacor, I love their tortas de huevo. And then um, uh, Tacos de Miches has really good um, veggie tacos. They have the papa okay. taco and the nopal taco. Yeah. No, have I? What? No. How can be somebody who's okay? Uh, wait. Okay, sorry. This is producer Christine. Um, I just asked if she'd ever been to Masa Taco. She said no. I, I love so. that place. You so you, go. you got to I set do. up a, a, a dinner date with the yes. Christine. Oh, yeah. We gotta get lunch there. We gotta. Or lunch date. That's it. Yeah. Tomorrow. Okay. So, do it. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm a veggie. I'm a veggie girl, but I'm a foodie. So it's not. For health reasons, it's just a taste factor. Yeah. I, I prefer vegetarian food, um, the greasy kind, like cheese everywhere. Um, the corn guy passes by my house yeah. and slows down, guys. <laughs> I'm not. He honks a couple. He doesn't. Times. He doesn't he'll just get it ready. And he'll just like go on his phone just in case I'm home. <laughs> and I and I'm putting on shoes like don't move up there. So I love the street corn. And then my daughter works at Bizarra Capital. Oh, and nice. their tacos are their super yummy. Yeah, yeah. Their calabacitas are really good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I am I missing anything? I mean, I've tried to eat as much as I can in every new spot that <laughs> opens, but 
um, tomorrow. Okay. Do you have okay. a Do you have a go to, like like one um, specifically? You see, man, that I, that place I walk in and and they uh, and they, they always deliver kicking me out because uh, I'm there too often. I don't because I like to mix it up, yeah. and I think I've I've made friends with everyone at all. All right, let's do this. Different. So so since you like breakfast, yes. Where can we find the best chilaquiles around town? Probably Casa del Cocinero. Interesting. Yes. Okay. I've been there and I have not had them Very yet, good. So. You know, um, Forking, is it Forking Good? Yes, Forking Good has really good chilaquiles too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. They're, they're green chilaquiles. So. Very good. So right. I think, there. you know, I'll tell you this. There isn't a place I don't like in Uptown Whittier. Yeah, yeah. They're all good. So if there was something in Whittier or Uptown or just Whittier in general that's missing that you would like to see here, what would that be? Um, Ivy Love uh, Fort Storefront. Yeah, <laughs> I I miss it sometimes. I do. I I think you know. I'm actually hoping to find um, a permanent home in another boutique. So I'm hoping that I come across a boutique that is that can have like an Ivy Love corner, yeah. where if someone's looking to buy something today today and doesn't want to go through the shipping experience, that I can be like, oh, you know what? Go there. They have it. So if you're listening, Uptown Whittier. Is that something that's easy to get, or is that something people don't like sharing their space? I don't know. I've never, I've never approached anyone. Well, Remo knows people, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have Why to. do I always know people? You know people, the guy too. Knows you. I would it's think this. Remo. If I had a boutique and I knew that someone was doing well online, I would be like, hey, if I carry your stuff, will you spend, send customers my way? And, I, and you know, it would yeah. work out for both. But I, you're right. I don't know how that – if it's a conflict of interest. I don't I mean, know. there's Claudia – Christine's I was, was yeah, going to say, say Claudia think, probably yeah. at, at Shop the Runway. Okay. Yeah, she. Hi, Claudia. Yeah. yeah. See, hey, I told you. So I'm, I'm not. I'm really good at not being pushy with. I think that's why it just hasn't happened because yeah. I'm not one to walk into a store and be like, "Hey, do you guys want to carry my stuff?" Yeah. So I'm hoping that just it happens organically. That it just kind of works out for, for me that way without mm-hmm. me having to do a presentation and and do some type of like you know like yeah. here's what's in it for you it's just like hey if, if it feels right cool nice i'm the opposite i'll go in there and say hey you want to carry my you stuff buy a house why not today? <laughs> why not okay, why now? not how about this house <laughs> no i wouldn't even do that but i i would i mean i wouldn't leave it to chance i would you know i uh, do i think so that's claudia how tomorrow have worked out. she'll be expecting you no <laughs> No, and, and things have worked out for me that way. Um, I've met SleekHair.com, guys. Um, yes, SleekHair family has l- literally picked me up at my lowest point and been like, come do pop-ups at our events. And nice. Ivy Love has grown because of SleekHair. Very cool. Very yes. Cool. So out. look for SleekHair on my page on Instagram. There you go. Sorry, so going back to the original question. So there's something missing here in Whittier. What would it be? That I would love up. to be able to send my 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 customers my go, my local customers to pick up their if you know what happens is you sometimes don't know that you're going to a Dodger game today, and then I'll get emails like hey I just got tickets and can I is there any way we can meet and the answer is usually no because I'm driving around and I'm yeah. and then I lose I'm that Instagramming sale. and driving and yes <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> and so I would love to be able to say you know what yeah stop by you know in uptown at this shop nice. That's cool. That's well, we'll so look forward to it. Yeah, no, definitely. That's a, you know, that's another thing. Working from home, I know absolutely no one in Uptown. Yeah, that's a good thing. I know, <laughs> I know. Dominique, no. she does my hair. She used to be at Berlin. 
I think she's at Collective now. If you just search Uptown and then just see all the, the, the what the people up here, everyone puts Uptown as a hashtag, right? Yeah. Do you when you post, you put Uptown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Cool. Yeah. Start stalking them, and then mm-hmm. the magic happens. Organically, right? Damn. No. Now I know how you sell <laughs> houses, man. No. What if you do like a pop up, but not at a boutique, but like what if it's at like a beauty salon or something like that? Um. Tacos and Michas has always welcomed me for the pop-ups there. So you come have a taco, you watch the game, and you pick up your shirt. So I, I've, I've been very lucky that there have been um, businesses that have reached out to me or that have welcomed me. So yeah. should we throw people under the bus right now and <laughs> name all the people that That haven't? No, I would never do that. No, because then they'll, they'll, they'll go after us. But uh, <laughs> sorry, I, had to, I have to say this joke because uh, so, uh, you just mentioned Tacos and Michas. Mm-hmm. So we were there uh, this weekend. Yes. And uh, my kid my kid doesn't know Spanish, and uh, he, he knows a couple of words. And uh, so he was reading the, and this guy loves to read everything, even the stuff he's not supposed to be reading. Mm. Um, That's a good sign too, believe it or not. I know, I have a 17-year-old. And uh, he said, so he comes out, he's reading down the list of of what kind of tacos they have. Mm -hmm. And he goes, tacos at Papa. Ah, he starts cracking up. (laughs) I'm like, what's so funny? Ah, they got a taco named after you. (laughs) That's cute. I'm like, what's so cute? I love when their kids call their dad uh, Papa. So That's that super kind of sweet. Yeah. That was the tacos and micha. So. I have baby fever right now. I just want to throw that Uh-oh. in there. It's it's deep, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. That's it. That's my story. <laughs> and on that note, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end. I think we we'll wrap that up. No, uh, um, thank you. Thank you for coming how, on. How could people uh, look at your line and yeah? How do they follow you? How do they follow you? Uh, Instagram is Ivy Love Shop. If you want to shop online, it's ivyloveshop.com. I do have a mother-daughter podcast with my 17-year-old. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Before you go into that, can you speak about that? Because I think it's kind of cool. Sure. Oh, do we have time? Yeah. Okay. So Ivy, I'm sorry, Junior Madre is, it's just hard to cram so much of what I would like to share in in my, my Ivy Love Shop page because I sell shirts, you know, and I sometimes don't want to force somebody to look into my life if they're just there for a shirt. So what we did is we created a, an Instagram called Junior Madre Love where we share the behind the scenes. So sometimes you'll see me in the morning go to a pop-up event at Sleek Hair, which is now Sleek Beauty. I, I totally forgot. Sleek Beauty. And then I rush home, pick up my daughter, or she changes, and then I drop her off at work, and then I get back in my car and I go to the print shop. You get to see a lot of that on this page where it's like my entire day in you know 24 hours um, and I don't drive an Instagram, I promise. Um, <laughs> but that's how busy life can be when you're trying to raise a kid and build a business and, and you know, just balance everything. So that page will give you an insight on how we both navigate. Sometimes she helps me with a lot of the events or, um, you know, helps me with even, like, tagging and packing my car when we have this stuff going on. And um, this podcast also um, kind of, gives you a sneak peek on what it's like to raise a teenager from a teen mom point of view. Because I feel like since most traditional um, parents just, I think for for me, my experience was that my mom would just tell me, you can't do this and you can't do that and, you know, you can't do this. What I did with my daughter was I had to be very honest and I had to tell her why. So there are times where I was extra honest and she'd be like, I don't want to know this about you. (laughs) 
but I would tell her, you know, if I don't tell you this, you don't you don't get to picture why I'm strict, why, you know, I won't let you spend the night at somebody's house. Most people just say, oh, because I, I don't want you getting killed. And it's like, Mom, I'm not going to get killed. And so I would get into detail on things yeah. that have happened to someone I know or, you know, that type of stuff. So we talk about it, um, the boy thing, the sex, the drugs, all that stuff. We talk about that in our podcast. I got to follow you now. Cause, cause I'm, my kids are are four and six, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I'm I don't have those internal conversations. I'm like, man, when is How the right time? How much can I share? Well, when is the right time to talk to them about this, about that? Today. How do you explain it? You know, without being too um, graphic. Like, like, no, not graphic. <laughs> like, like to a point where they understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. and it's not like a kid, like, like. Um, uh, he just laughed at you saying Papa Tacos. Papa Tacos. <laughs> so maybe it's a little too I get it though. Something. Like, do you say like, don't go outside because the cuckoo is going to get you? Or do yes. you say, don't yes. go outside because, you know, there's cars that can't see you, you know, yes. dark outside? Yes. Yeah. So that's that's what we share. Yeah, we yeah. share that. Yeah. Like, Idealis didn't really know too much about the cuckoo or La Llorona or anything like that yeah. um, because I was a little more brutally honest with her. Like, yeah. listen, there's people that are up to no good. Yeah. And they could be someone that looks like a nice guy and they could yeah. be someone who, you know, it's not always like the, the the guy that looks scary. It's sometimes the guy that doesn't look so scary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, from your end, though, you have, I mean, obviously, uh, she's a female and, and you kind of relate. Mm-hmm. Um from my end, it's just going back to past experience and, you know, like, what what would ha- I have done? You know, they somebody said uh, this, uh, and I thought it was, it was great. I mean, I, 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 would, I would love to implement this with my kids. It's that, um, uh, what is it? Uh, t- don't give your kids everything that you wish you had you, as a kid. Teach them everything you wish you, you knew, knew as a as kid. A kid. I love uh, that, and and that's part of our podcast yeah. where you know there are things that I can give her and I won't, yeah. and you know she doesn't really have to wash dishes because there's only two of us, and technically yeah. I can wash my dish and she can wash hers, yeah. but she washes everyone's dish at my nice. house. If we have company, she washes everyone's dish, and and it's because of that because yeah. I don't ever want her to feel so privileged that she forgets that there's responsibility behind everything that you do in life. And um, whether it's, you know, washing dishes or helping me helping load the car. And there are days where she's like, Mom, I have to study. Or I have, and I'm like, well, you, you load the car and then you study. Yeah. And she's like, I can't believe you. Like, <laughs> academics. How dare first. you? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, you could do both. You could totally yeah. do both. And you're going to do a lot more when you're uh, Yeah, and just wait till I get home. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, like you said, it's part, of, it's part of not giving them so much that they never have to work for it because we're not going to be around forever and i would hate for her to be like my mom did this for me and now i don't know how yeah yeah. and i say this because like my growing up my dad that was his kind of model like i want to give him everything that Mm -hmm. i never had as a kid you know and and uh uh, which is good i mean i'm not saying that it's wrong as long as there's an appreciation for Mm -hmm. for it i think that's where a lot a lot of it gets lost well it's that but also like you know you're like Kind of going back to your your experience about uh, you know just a simple thing about teaching somebody about washing dishes, you know that might seem like okay it's a chore that I gotta I gotta do and this and that, but at, at the end of the day when she grows up and becomes her own woman and eventually gets married and all that stuff, you know uh, she's got to do something about it right to maintain the home, but at the same time she's got to pass something down to her daughter or. Mm-hmm. 
uh, son or, mm-hmm. you know, kids. And um, and it's more of a being able to – it's a small thing to be able to show that you're capable of um, being independent and being able to run a home, I guess. Is that home, I guess. Does that make sense? Child. I, yeah. I don't see it as a burden. I think it's it's a gift. You gift yeah. them the – like it's like telling them, like, I trust that you can handle this. Yeah. Because when you don't give them responsibilities, I, I think it's almost like you you don't think they're capable of it. So, yeah. like, don't worry. I'll do it. No, yeah. you can't. You don't know how. And for me, it's like, yes. you'll, you'll do it because you're going to do it. And you'll yeah. if you don't know, you'll learn. Yeah. And, it, and I think telling them that way is a lot different than saying, do the chore. Because it's I'm like, your mom and I yeah. said so. Yeah. 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 As so. opposed to telling them, hey, I trust you with this chore. Mm-hmm. And so that's a different yeah. spin on it. Yep. Yeah. So I don't have kids yet, but I'll definitely use that <laughs> Speaking like a dad, a little present for you. You're gonna wash dishes. That's right. right. You're gonna take out the trash and pick up the dog poop. Yeah, she's. I've got all kinds of gifts for her. Nice. So, so sorry. Going back to where, where, and how they follow you. So, So Junior Madre Love is our mother daughter page, and there are podcasts there. There's a link to our podcast there. Uh, Ivy Love Shop is where you can see what you can buy, and then I have official. Ivy Love, which is my personal page. And I've always been into fashion, so most of it is either daily experiences or a picture of my shoes. <laughs> That's the only thing that, like, everyone asks me, so when you do splurge on something or when you do treat yourself, it's shoes, guys. I'm a size four and a half, so it's very hard to find shoes my size. And when I do, it's like Christmas in July. And sh- by the way, she's sporting these Nike Cortez. The Cortezes. Bling. Let's see. Can I With, show them? Uh, do you have the Zabling? The Zabling? No, oh. no. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no bling, just a regular Cortez. I have a little. Oh, if you hashtag Cortez Lady, saw my collection there. No way, really? Yes, hashtag oh, Cortez cool. Lady. And I have them in, um, they're usually children's sizes. I'm telling you, I'm like a two and a half in kids. <laughs> so that this is my um, drug of choice. I don't buy jewelry. I don't buy fancy purses. I don't travel. I don't have, drive a fancy car. But I do invest in. In clearance shoes because I wait till they go on sale. But how many pairs of shoes or Cortez do you have? Too many. More than one. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Two clauses worth of. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, but um, it's it's like my you know it's my gift to myself. Nice. When you're raising a kid, it's everything you know for for your yeah. kids, and so for me, if I see a pair of shoes, it's like this okay. is for me, and my my daughter doesn't fit into my shoes, so yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. All right. Well, again, thank yeah, you for thank for you. coming thank you on so and sharing your experience. I survived sharing your yeah. experience. This is my first Wait time. Wait until you see the video yeah. and then. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, please <laughs> just crop me out. I just, it's yeah. fine. You just don't show me. No, with that, <laughs> with that lens, you get to see everything. So. Yeah. And thank you, Instagram, awesome. for thank for you. whoever's following us out there and watching and watching. Mm-hmm. Masa Taco said we should go over there after. <laughs> Are they ready go. for you us? They're not the, ready. You just got the invitation to <laughs> the, go try the. Uh, that as soon as I launch my police one, collection, uh, which is it? thirty minutes late. Oh, oh. that that, uh, that uh, Mediterranean. Mediterranean. The thing oh. was oh, really good. Oh, they still good. have secret menu. They still have stuff that he is. Oh, the Mediterranean was probably the best one. We are Whittier. Says hi. Hi. Hello. And Whittier Wag Dog Walker says she loves your oh. collection. Brenda, she's the best. She's the best. I did a mini collection for her for uh, one of the. Uh, walks puppy walks that they did and um she's amazing nice. your dog is in great hands guys there you go again right. thank you again and yeah. we're we can't That's wait to to see your pop-up thanks guys thank you again for having me
This is great. Bye, Whittier. And I'll be here tomorrow with some masa taco. There you go. <laughs> okay. All right. See you, Whittier. Bye, Whittier. Bye.